0: Tonight's story, Babes in the Jungle, by O. Henry. Monique Silver, the finest street man and art grafter in the West, says to me once in Little Rock, If you ever lose your mind, Billy, and get too old to do honest swindling among grown men, go to New York. In the West, a sucker is born every minute. But in New York, they appear in chunks of row. You can't count them. Two years afterward, I found that I couldn't remember the names of the Russian admirals, and I noticed some gray hairs over my left ear, so I knew the time had arrived for me to take Silver's advice. I struck New York about noon one day and took a walk up Broadway, and I run against Silver himself, all encompassed up in a spacious kind of haberdashery, leaning against a hotel and rubbing the half-moons on his nails with a silk handkerchief. Parisis or superannuated?' I asks him. "'Hello, Billy,' says Silver. "'I'm glad to see you. "'Yes, it seemed to me that the West was accumulating a little too much wiseness. "'I've been saving New York for dessert. "'I know it's a low-down trick to take things from these people. "'They only know this and that and pass to and fro and think ever and and anon. "'I'd hate for my mother to know I was skinning these weak-minded ones.' She raised me better. Is there a crush already in the waiting rooms of the old doctor that does skin grafting? I asks. Well, no, said Silver. You needn't back epidermis to win today. I've only been here a month, but I'm ready to begin. And the members of Willie Manhattan's Sunday school class, each of whom has volunteered to contribute a portion of cuticle toward this rehabilitation, may as well send their photos to the evening daily. "'I've been studying the town,' says Silver. "'And reading the papers every day, "'and I know it as well as the cat in the city hall knows O'Sullivan. "'People here lie down on the floor and scream and kick "'when you're the least bit slow about taking money from them. "'Come up in my room and I'll tell you. "'We'll work this town together, Billy, for the sake of old times.' "'Silver takes me up in a hotel.' He has a quantity of irrelevant objects lying about. There's more ways of getting money from these metropolitan seeds, says Silver, than there is of cooking rice in Charleston, South Carolina. They'll I it anything. The brains of most of them commute. The wiser they are in intelligence, the less perception of cognizance they have. Why, didn't a man the other day sell J.P. Morgan an oil portrait of Rockefeller Jr.? for Andrea del Sarto's celebrated painting of the young St. John. You see that bundle of printed stuff in the corner, Billy? That's gold mining stock. I started out one day to sell that, but I quit it in two hours. Why? Got arrested for blocking the street. People fought to buy it. I sold the policeman a block of it on the way to the station house, and then I took it off the market. I don't want people to give me their money. I want some little consideration connected with... "'to keep my pride from being hurt. "'I want them to guess the missing letter in Chicago "'or draw to a pair of nines before they pay me a cent of money. "'Now there's another little scheme that worked so easy I had to quit it. "'You see that bottle of blue ink on the table? "'I tattooed an anchor on the back of my hand "'and went to a bank and told him I was Admiral Dewey's nephew. "'They offered to cash my draft on him for a thousand but I didn't know my uncle's first name. It shows, though, what an easy town it is. As for burglars, they won't go into a house now unless there's a hot supper ready and a few college students to wait on them. They're slugging citizens all over the upper part of the city and, I guess, taking the town from end to end. It's a plain case of assault and battery. Monty, says I, when Silver had slacked up, You may have Manhattan correctly discriminated in your property, but I doubt it. I've only been in town two hours, but it don't dawn upon me that it's ours with a cherry on it. There ain't enough roost and herb about it to suit me. I'd be a good deal much better satisfied if the citizens had a straw more in their hair and run more in velveteen vests and buckeye watch charms. They don't look easy to me. You've got it, Billy, says Silver. All emigrants have it. New York's bigger than Little Rock or Europe. And it frightens a foreigner. You'll be all right. I tell you, I don't feel like slapping the people here because they don't send me all their money in laundry baskets with germicide sprinkled all over it. I had to go down on the street to get it. Who wears the diamonds in this town? Why, Winnie, the wiretapper's wife, and Bella, the bunkusterer's bride. New Yorkers can be worked easier than a blue rose and a tidy. The only thing that bothers me is, I know I'll break the cigars in my vest pocket when I get my clothes all full of twenties. I hope you're right, Monty, says I. But I wish all the same I'd been satisfied with a small business in Little Rock. The crop of farmers is never so short out there, but what you can get a few of them to sign a petition for a new post office that you can discover 200 at the county bank. The people here appear to possess instincts of self preservation and illiterality. I fear me that we are not cultured enough to tackle this game. Don't worry, says Silver. I've got this Jayville near town correctly estimated, as sure as North River is the Hudson and East River is the river. Why? There are people living in four blocks of Broadway who never saw any kind of a building except this skyscraper in their lives. A good, live-hustling Western man ought to get conspicuous enough here outside of three months to incur either Jerome's clemency or Lawson's displeasure. Hyperbole aside, says I, do you know of any immediate system of buncoing the community out of a dollar or two, except by applying to the Salvation Army or... Having a fit on Miss Helen Gould's doorsteps? Dozens of them, says Silver. How much capital have you got, Billy? A thousand, I told him. I've got twelve hundred, says he. We'll pool into a big piece of business. There's so many ways we can make a million that I don't know how to begin. The next morning, Silver meets me at the hotel, and he is all sonorous and stirred with a kind of silent joy. "'We're to meet J.P. Morgan this afternoon,' says he. "'A man I know in a hotel wants to introduce us. "'He's a friend of his. "'He says he likes to meet people from the West.' "'That sounds nice and plausible,' says I. "'I'd like to know, Mr. Morgan. "'It won't hurt us a bit,' says Silver, "'to get acquainted with a few finance kings. "'I kinda like the social way New York has with strangers.' "'The man Silver knew was named Klein,' At three o'clock, Klein brought his Wall Street friend to see us in Silver's room. Mr. Morgan looked some like his pictures, and he had a Turkish towel wrapped around his left foot, and he walked with a cane. "'Mr. Silver and Mr. Peskett,' says Klein. "'It sounds superf*****, he, to mention the name of the greatest financial cut it out, Klein,' says Mr. Morgan. "'I'm glad to know you, gents. I take great interest in the West.' Klein tells me you're from Little Rock. I think I have a railroad or two out there somewhere. If either you guys would like to deal a hand or two of stud poker, now Pierpont cuts in Klein you forgot. Excuse me, gents, says Martin. Since I've had to gout go so bad, I sometimes play a social game of cards at my house. Neither of you knew One-Eyed Peters, did you? While well, you are around Little Rock, he lived in Seattle, New Mexico. Before we could answer, Mr. Morgan hammers on the floor with his cane and begins to walk up and down, swearing in a loud tone of voice. ''They have been pounding your stocks today on the street, parapont,'' asks Klein, smiling. "Stocks? No!'' roars Mr. Morgan. ''It's that picture I sent an agent of Europe to buy. I just thought about it. He cabled me today that it ain't to be found in all Italy.'' I'd pay 50000 tomorrow for that picture. Yes, $75,000. I'd give the agent a la carte in purchasing it. I cannot understand why the art galleries will allow a da Vinci to... Why, Mr. Morgan, says... I thought you owned all of the da Vinci paintings. What is the picture like, Mr. Morgan? asked Silver. It must be as big as the side of the flat iron built. "'I'm afraid your art education is on the bum, Mr. Silver,' says Morgan. "'The picture is 27 inches by 42, and it is called Love's Idle Hour. "'It represents a number of cloak models "'during the two-step on the bank of a purple river. "'The cablegram said it might have been brought to this country. "'My collection will never be complete without this picture.' "'Well, so long, gents. "'Us financiers must keep early hours.' Mr. Morgan and Klein went away together in a cab. Me and Silver talked about how simple and unsuspecting great people was, and Silver said what a shame it would be to try and rob a man like Mr. Morgan, and I said I thought it would be rather imprudent to myself. Klein proposes a stroll after dinner, and me and him and Silver walk down towards 7th Avenue to see the sights. Klein sees a pair of cufflinks that instigate his admiration in a pawnshop window and we all go in while he buys them. After we get back to the hotel and Klein had gone, Silver jumps at me and waves his hands. ''Did you see it?'' says he. ''Did you see it, Billy?'' ''What? Why that picture that Morgan wants? It's hanging in that pawn shop behind the desk. I didn't say anything because Klein was there. It's the article sure as you live.'' The girls are as natural as paint can make them all measuring thirty-six and twenty-five and forty-two skirts, if they had any skirts. And they're doing a bucking wing on the bank of a river with the blues. What did Mr. Morgan say he'd give for it? Oh, don't make me tell you. They can't know what it is in that pawn shop. When the pawn shop opened the next morning, me and Silver were standing there, as anxious as if we wanted to soak our Sunday suit to buy a drink. We sauntered inside and began to look at watch chains. It's a violent specimen of a crumble you got up there, remarked Silver, casual to the pawnbroker. But I kind of enthused over the girl with the shoulder blades and red bunting. Would an offer of two twenty five for it cause you to knock over any fragile articles of your stock and hang it off the nail? The pawnbroker smiles and goes on showing us plate watch chains. That picture, says he, was pledged a year ago by an Italian gentleman. I loaned him five hundred on it. It is called Love's Idle Hour, and it is by Leonardo da Vinci. Two days ago, the legal time expired, and it became an unredeemed pledge. Here is a style of chain that is worn a great deal now. At the end of half an hour, me and Silver paid the pawnbroker two thousand dollars and walked out with the picture. Silver got into a cab with it and started for Morgan's office. I goes into the hotel and waits for him. In two hours, Silver comes back. Did you see Mr. Morgan, I asks. How much did he pay for it? Silver sits down and fools with a tassel on the table cover. I never exactly saw Mr. Morgan, he says, because Mr. Morgan's been in Europe for a month. But what's worrying me, Billy, is this... The department stores have all got that same picture on sale, framed, for $3.48. And they charge $3.50 for the frame alone. That's what I can't understand. Buyer beware. Caveat emptor. Do your research. Everything is appropriate here. Sometimes a deal that sounds too good to be true, really isn't. But the deals on Amazon.com are always, always a great deal. Enter BBJ in the promo code and it would do absolutely nothing, for this is not a sponsored read. I would like to remind you that we're always on the hunt for great public domain stories like this one to feature on the show. And if you know of any, please email me, bigvoicej at gmail.com. We've got a YouTube channel with some of our favorite stories up there in video form. Go to tiny.cc slash bedtime. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. It helps to spread the word that we're putting people to sleep every single night. And if you'd like to support the show, there's a Buy Me a Coffee link on every page and post. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>